Yeah, do this? I mean, I'll just, I'll just, All right. Whatever works. All right. Well, what is up, everybody? Hey. Welcome to our fifth episode episode of, five episode five of duly noted we have a very special guest <laughs> oh, this today is fun. <laughs> the one the only the beautiful sir timothy gross stop it you beautiful <laughs> and this is your last episode right it is we, so. we keep saying that every week but we keep showing up for some reason i don't know why yeah. but uh, okay. this is this is a very special episode because um nick has gotten so much heat on the internet <laughs> over really... about dissing on blues players <laughs> i'm nervous nick <laughs> <laughs> Always. I thought it would be, looking red, Nick. I thought it would be beautiful to bring on Tim, a local blues player, <laughs> to where we could just sit, talk, and have some fun conversations. Yes. So this is the first time doing this, having a special guest. So yeah, uh, I'm gonna listen up. I feel like I'm. Huh. Ready yeah. for a conference? Oh, this is pretty relaxed. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, yeah. I'm a little unprepared for this. I, yeah. I, I, all I me too. <laughs> yeah. Was, uh, Tim and I have been talking me. all day. We're like, I can't believe. That talking smack. Yeah, we're like, Nick's a terrible person. Blah, 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 blah. He no, said that. I didn't. Yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah, I've yeah. never I met him. I can't believe you. Behind <laughs> my back. <laughs> well, I mean, I say it to your face, but you never believe me. <laughs> <laughs> so, so uh, <laughs> this, yeah, this is a very first time of doing this having a, a special yeah. guest and yep. i think it's it's cool that we're doing it in the, the way that we're <laughs> yeah. doing it i love it <laughs> yeah and if this is your first episode what a time to join yes. yeah like this I'm is nick beautiful. this is tom this is tim sir timothy not just not just him he has been knighted by the queen may she rest in peace it's true yeah, it's, it's true it's true he's he's uh he's knighted yeah depending on how heated this gets i might have to take off the flannel oh gosh oh <laughs> snap this, oh uh, man yeah we're, we're, we're gonna throw down here on sweating bullets yeah. all it's all love absolutely <laughs> it's love all right so you so you have been watching our or listening to our podcast I, I have because uh i had to get some ammo <laughs> to come in so i had to see uh put one in the chamber i had to yeah um never heard of it up until a few no i'm joking <laughs> no i've uh, i have been it's been great i absolutely love the podcast i mean it's a breath of fresh air because we get especially around town you'll get new bands and yeah. people putting out music you get put into the music part of it and that's all you get you know there's not any as far as i'm aware there's not any comedians there's not any podcasts there's not you know what i mean you don't get a yeah. lot of that uh i just kind of got into the poets side of saint joe i got introduced yeah. to that yeah so that's been really cool um but no, I not podcast. So it's this is this is great, and it's in it's enjoyable to listen to. Yeah, because I do like listening to podcasts. Um, I don't know if you're allowed to say anything. But I like I like listening to like um, conversation based, just yeah. conversate. Mm -hmm. And you guys fit that role real well too. So. Well, and I mean I. I have started listening to more and more podcasts. I mean, granted, I listen to my own, obviously, but uh, yeah, me too. Um, I, but I just love uh, to hear Tom talk. I just love to hear because I just can't shut up. Is the problem? Is that when you go to sleep? Just, <laughs> just take it off. You're like, and we're done. Um, I gotta tell Tom I'm listening to uh, the uh, Tom Killer White Noise ASMR. Aww. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> oh my gosh! But um, I mean, I listen to. Uh, Two Bears, One Cave. Do you, do you, do you uh, know that one? That is uh, Tom Segura and Bert Kreshner. Oh, they're, my they're goodness. They're both comedians, and it's 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 so beautiful. Well, I know like, the two. Yeah. That's they're, cool. They're very outlandish and very um, 
man, they keep you on your toes. That's all I'm yeah. going to say. Yeah. They, they keep you on your toes. And it's it's probably one of the most enjoyable, hilarious things I have seen to the to date. Because I follow, I follow okay. it on TikTok. I watch it on YouTube. It's it's super fun. Cool. But, uh, yeah, so tell you tell you what. Uh, why don't you give us a little bit of your background, Tim? Because mm-hmm. you, you have quite the history. You, you have uh, three bands, or are there more? Six. Six bands. <laughs> Only six. Oh, my gosh. I have six projects. Um <laughs> Let's, let's yes. Okay, so we we've got so gr- we got new the new one that you might not know. We have Party Rock. Okay, mm-hmm. Party What's Rock is um and I he's such a good friend that I am going to mispronounce his last name. John, uh, I want to say McLean just because every yeah, Christmas McLean yeah is it McLean yeah, because McLean, I, yeah I send him diehard stuff every oh yeah yeah Christmas. <laughs> but I can, for some reason it's maybe it's spelt a little different. But I want to say it's McLean anyway. Um, he is he's a DJ around town. Yep. And he does have a band as well. But he'll do like pop covers. Uh like so you're uh Taylor Swift's and Okay. Is this whole, is this the one you're in or this is one guy. I'm in. So me and Brian, um Brian Smith. Another drummer with another slew of bands that yep. he's in, yeah. <laughs> um that so I'm in that. I play bass or guitar in that. Okay. Um, that's more John's thing, and I'm just being a musician in it, which is cool to call myself. Um, we have, you know what? And I'm actually going to keep this a little top secret, ish, kinda. <laughs> okay. Or maybe this is the place to do it. I don't know. I'm either going to get yelled at for dropping this or not. <laughs> Go for we it. We have a. Uh, there's a gentleman in town named Matthew Sharp. He okay. does an Elvis tribute to to like he dresses up and sounds dead on like him it's it's killer and he moves it's pretty cool uh he's been he played a cafe here not long ago okay i saw times, that show actually. yeah yeah so we've been talking about putting a band behind him which i'm i like elvis so i you know i think is brian that, brian is that what i'm seeing at the uh christmas showcase is that what's happening i don't know Never I mean, mind. I'll we'll be there. He'll be there. <laughs> Someone will be there. I don't know. Maybe you should be there. <laughs> um, so me and Brian have been. Brian was more Brian's idea because he 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 was the one that pulled that one out of thin air. So that one's really cool. So those are two new ones that we've been okay getting into. The the main I would say the main four. Not to take attention from the other ones, but main four. <laughs> main four. Um. We have Stranger in Paradise, which is 80s, oh, 80s yeah, hair cover, metal. Yeah. It's like Poison, Cinderella, such like that. Interesting. Um, I play keys in that. I attempt to play keys in that. I'm not a keyboard player, but um, it's been really cool because we you know, we pushed outside your comfort zone and sink yeah. or swim. Um, swim on a majority of it, sink on some others. But it's been real cool to... to so how long, get, how long have you been playing with those guys? I didn't realize you were in that, that project. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. I don't know how long I've been in it, and maybe a year, if if that. Okay. Maybe not even a year, but maybe a year. Okay. Um, that was just one of those. They had a keyboard player sit in after, like, a couple of their shows, and, I mean, I saw the show that they had the keyboard player sit in for a couple songs, and it just, it was, it's that sound. I mean, yeah. it's one of the, it's that pop thing that it sounds like a rock band. But there's just layers and pads of keys underneath that just thicken the whole thing up. So um, Brian invited me to sit in on that and try to fill that sound out. We've been uh, 
it's been re- it's been really good on that and and we're starting to like dabble in like those big harmonies yeah and like like striper and some of those bands that were um obviously like church musicians they're yeah. very very ungodly talented church musicians that have that tight beautiful <laughs> sound that only yeah. that you know it only comes from that so which i think striper was yeah i might be i'll fact you can fact check or however you do any of that or i'm just gonna talk smack and you can choose to believe it like they did back in the day so uh but bands like that so that's been fun so you got party rock uh matt sharps elvis band stranger in paradise monday's child which is that's your baby that's my baby that's me and dave's baby me and dave started that uh, but that's that i've taken a lot of uh initiative with that one because i i love blues it, um, that is a blues project, Nick, yeah. and it's it's pretty good. Yeah, you, not you gonna lie. Said Nick with such a luster, <laughs> Nicholas. Um, <laughs> so we got Monday. Must try. We're, we're uh, we tracked the drums in Kansas City for that. Um, I'm just now getting. Uh, I got one song done, mixed and done. So I'm, I'm getting on that, so we can release that. Yeah. Did, didn't you guys like just do like a music video not too long ago? We did or? for uh, our fifth. Our other act, Grindstone Creek, uh, I play guitar in that one. It's a country rock, a little bit of punk, a little bit of other stuff band. But Grindstone Creek, they've been around for a minute. And we're, we are just now releasing our second album. With December 3rd, we're having our show yeah. at Cafe Acoustic. Yeah. Nice. yeah, we just filmed a music video for it, yeah. for our, our song Pan Shot Anthem, which I think will be coming out pretty soon, the music video, and then yep. uh, the show. Nice. Saying so uh, grindstone, they're they're a little bit uh, rowdier group. So when uh, I, if you ever go to a, a, a or one of the shows, they're it's super. I mean, all of the bands are pretty high energy. Yeah. Like, well, and then your last band, I know what and your our, last band is. And yeah. then I, I guess we have been moving up yeah. in terms of rowdiness because Mondays can get pretty yeah. rowdy. <laughs> that twist and shout, you'll pop a hip. I'm telling you, boy. <laughs> um, and our last band, it's um. Brian and his brother, they've been in this band for about 30 years. It's Hemlock. It's a metal band out of Vegas. And this, that's, like I said, Brian and his brother have been in that for about 30 years. Yeah. And and that's, I mean, that's 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 a crazy large, I mean, not, I want to say large, it's a very successful yes, metal band. I mean, successful. because the, uh, which I know that you've just gotten your first kind of rap, like touring with the band. Yes. Yeah. So you got your first run of that. But I know that like Hemlock has literally toured with like Slipknot, Lamb of Slayer. God, like Slay, like, like legit. Yeah. Like, I mean, you're, we're talking like, yeah, that's some heavy hitters. Yeah. So uh, that that's a crazy um, successful mm. project. So, I mean, kudos to you, man. That's such a sweet gig. Like, I, I, and you know yeah. what, as far as musicianship, it it's, I love playing the guitar and anything Welcome about, the club. And, and it's to me, and this goes into the blues thing as well. It's all about attitude. All yeah. the music I like has attitude and something to say. Yeah. So that's like, you know, there's no like quote unquote guitar. You probably is, but quote guitar in it. Like I'm a big fan of like NWA and ice cube music mm-hmm. that has attitude. Yeah. That exact same thing goes across the country stuff with attitude. As yeah. long as you got attitude and you mean, as long as you have something to say and you mean what you say, mm-hmm. that that's it's it for me. It's got and some grit behind yes. it. It's, so yeah. I was a fan of hemlock before, uh, before the Brian asked, um, there was once upon a time where, um, before COVID they were going to, they were going to 
they dropped two albums at the time in I think 2020. They dropped two albums simultaneously. And they were going to tour and all that stuff. Well, at the time, they were before, right before that, they were looking for guitar players, auditioning, or look, making sure people had passports, all that stuff. And I had all the credentials, but I wasn't a metal guitar player. Mm-hmm. I, I love listening to metal, but I'm not a metal guitar player. Um, well, fast forward, Hemlock got into a bind um, midway through their... Um, violence and victory tour with one of the albums that dropped because they did tour on it like right when stuff i think started opening up and you could play shows and stuff yeah <clears throat> they they got into a snag where both their guitar players they had to um one had to go home the other one got sick and couldn't all, yeah. couldn't yeah and they both didn't they weren't gonna come back so instead of canceling shows when the first guy couldn't do it um our boy Jared Johnson got uh, Brian called him because Jared's a sh- he's a shred crazy shredder master. yeah he's crazy good I'm I'm not really friends with Jared yet but uh, I know like I've seen him play yeah. and yeah he's killer killer yeah. guitar player yeah, yeah absolutely shred circles around me like yeah like I don't he makes me look good <laughs> that's okay I, I started dropping weight just so I could Starting keep up keep up <laughs> um but he got that so he has about like a week on me because. As he was going out, the other guy dipped, and Jared Jared held the hemlock boat, kept it afloat for like a good few days or four days um, until they had a little gap. And then that Brian called me. He's like, "I just <clears throat> if if you could learn like four songs for two days worth of shows, do you think you can do that?" And I I was looking at the the tour schedule, and there was a date in Minneapolis after their break. And that's where I went to college. And I thought, oh, what a cool thing. I said, how about this? How about I learn like 10 songs? Just I just shot out a crazy number. How about I do 10 songs and I meet you and do four days? He's like, oh, that would be killer, dude. So I, I was actually on my way to visit my mom. And before I left, I made myself a little practice rack with a, an 11 rack. Okay. And like a little mixer. And I took a guitar with me. And I'm like, oh, yeah, going to see mom, by the way. I'm... I'm practicing every like every, every morning for like four like... hours. Like, and it was like, like the same way you learn classical music in the way I did classical music, but it's the same way you do classical music where it's like top to bottom. Mm-hmm. Um, just because it's so far outside of what I normally play. Cause when you play blues country, um, uh, that whole, perhaps that whole side of it, it, I, it's easier for me to think of what theory I do know and techniques I do know. Whereas metal, it is top to bottom, play it. Well, I mean, in blues, you—I mean, there's—you have improvisation. A yeah. lot of it's feel. So, I mean, uh-huh. you're, you get like the players are, you know, literally just vibing yeah. off of one another. Metal, it's like, this is the form. Yes. Don't you dare vary from this form. Well, like. and, it, and and like Chad writes such amazing songs that move people and bounce and all that stuff. You don't want to. There's no, there's no reason to do like that whole thing. It is, but it's also like play chunky, play heavy, and all that stuff. So, like in all the metal I do like, um. Um, is the same way so any metal I'm familiar with it's not like um, power metal it's more um, like propane and stuff like that which stuff that's just it moves you so it was very easy to get into that style play that style not so much to learn the songs because you still had to learn the songs 
Um, but that just comes with being a musician. You know what I mean? No, yeah, no, you spend the time. You yeah. spend the time. Yeah. You get into it, and the and you build the confidence. Once the confidence is there, to me the confidence comes from knowing the song. As long as you know the song, the confidence is there. I can go up there and jump around as much as I could at the time, jump around and and do what the and, and have fun. So, and and we're already at the point where I don't even know what we're talking about. But Hemlock. <laughs> hemlock yeah hemlock's cool yeah that was how i got into hemlock though is uh, which i mean that's i mean th- th- that's truly a a super crazy cool project to be a yeah, part of like i sure. would love not to say that i could you know even come close to holding my own in a group like that oh you could. but um they're i mean it's it's such a cool thing i mean you guys are endorsed by ernie ball and uh esp ltd right uh, esp and ltd we yeah and we, pv and pv too and pv so you guys toured the factory yeah we, uh this last tour we went to the pv headquarters headquarters that's what and it was, yeah. uh it was that was super cool i got i got to touch the very first pv amp ever built really i'm getting close and real sensual with this here microphone <laughs> to get the point across i'm not sure he likes that or she likes that i don't know <laughs> i don't know 2022 Tom. yeah no come on <laughs> no i got to uh tour the we got to tour the, the headquarters and they had obviously like memorabilia and stuff from all over. Um, but yeah, the, the very first PV amp that he built in his garage was there. And I'm just like, like just trying to soak up any, like this is history here. It was like, it was the same thing I did when I was in Europe. Like you go to all the, like the monuments and all the stuff from like crazy history and stuff. Like, You don't know how to soak it all in, mm-hmm. so you just stare at it, snap a photo, stare at it some more, and you just think about all the history it's gone through. And like, so my thing, what I would do is I just go, "There, I touched it." Yeah. <laughs> I know it's a very juvenile way to act, but it's like <laughs> I, I got to, I, I touched it. So hey, that's all right, man. Um, they had a, uh, they had a lot of BB King blues guitar player, um, a lot of his stuff there. You gotta tell me that. Don't gotta tell me that. Okay, I just make sure. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm I, here I, to help. Nick Nick knows about the blues. He mm-hmm. just hates it. Yeah, so. okay. yes. like, oh, good. Like I I, I I used to listen like uh, uh, I don't know the word, but intently mm-hmm. to to blues. I used I used to. No, I actually it was uh, a phase. I actually it was a phase. It was a phase. It was a phase. <laughs> it was never a phase. I don't moment. tell my kids about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Daddy, I like blues. Where'd I go you wrong? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it was that was very cool. We did uh yeah, the whole factory was cool. The our head rep was uh, showed us like their conference room where they buy uh they they'll with like buyers and uh, schools or whoever and they had like every brand in there. Uh just to show like why is great. Okay. And like, so they'll like strip stuff apart and be like, this is why PV's better. I mean, I, I had a, uh, I mean, one of my, uh, ki- from the Kindred days, mm-hmm. um, a rock band project that I uh, w- was the front man for uh, back in the day. Very um, successfully. Uh, <laughs> I, lo- I, I loved Kindred. <laughs> I liked it too. It was, it was a cool project. Um, <laughs> but uh, I, I ran a, yeah, r- oh, oh, which we um, were talking about. Uh, uh, I had sent some of the guys. Uh-huh. So I'm like, you guys want some stickers? We got some merch now, bro. And they're like, when is Kindred going to come on and like be a special guest? And I'd be like, we can get back together, guys. Oh, my. Like, so it was this very like, touching mo- yeah. like, moment here. But what I was going to say was, 
back in the kindred days, I ran a 6505. Mm-hmm. Like I ran like the micro head, a 210 cab or 212 oh. cab. Like that was, that was what my go-to was before I went like completely digital and uh-huh. like line six and all that stuff. So, but, um, man, there it's solid stuff. And crazy. I got, I got to comment on this too. Cause, uh, I, uh, I have, uh, vivid memories cause, uh, I'm a, I'm a young and red. I'm only 20 here. Uh, <laughs> only, yeah, he can't even. Yeah, he can't go to our shows, Tim. I, I, well, I, did I tell you I almost got kicked out of my first show I played? For real? Yeah. That is hilarious. I almost got kicked out of my first show I played. When well, I was some there. some places they they will not let you play unless mm. you're 21. I, I, well, that's how I almost got kicked out. Yeah. You you ruined my story. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like back in our day, Tom. Yeah, it will. But um, I I've uh when I was uh 14 before I started taking lessons, I remember. I, uh, it was at the, at the nondescript guitar store. Um, we, uh, we were, uh, my mom had dropped me off for just, I was just checking them out while she was doing whatever. Um, and I just remember sitting like crisscross. I picked a guitar off and I was just sitting on the floor in front of a PV 6505, just like, yeah, it's, 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 it's memories like that core memories, man. Mm-hmm. It, I mean, I can't afford to have one now, but it's, it's, you know, it's like, even when I like, I mean, that's like my whole persona is just like play like your kid, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Is, well, I mean, and that's, that's like the metal, like that is the metal, that or a 5150, like that, a 5150. That's what uh, Hemlock uses, 6505. Yeah. yeah. Plus uh, for the mains, I believe. And then they have the 6505 mini heads. See that's for backups. What, that's ooh for backups. For backups. See, see that's what I used for my amp was yeah. the was the 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 sixty five hundred five MH twenty like the little uh-huh. head. Yeah, that's what I used for my main amp because oh, because dude. they have a line out and yeah. like twenty watt tubes is plenty loud. Of course, mm-hmm. we're not playing like arenas sure. or stadium shows or stuff like that. So yeah, yet, yet. I mean, you know, always yeah. yeah, give it time. Yeah. The word is yet. Yeah, for give sure. But they're killer stuff. Crazy, crazy fun things. So well, to move things on a little bit. <laughs> yeah, Tom's been dying. I. Uh, uh, so yeah, I know, I know. I have I have a list of like things to talk about. Well, which we I have, before you get into that, I yeah, want to. What was, what was the uh, before we like the stuff that you wanted? I think you're probably going to lead into this, like uh, what people are saying, because I will. Cause, <laughs> you want to you want to know what people said? Yes. So um, so uh, Nick, I posted a video of Nick. Uh, a few weeks ago, two weeks ago, about him dissing on blues players. That's why we're having this episode yes, now with a local is... blues player. And it just, uh, it got tons. I had tons of people tag me and stuff. Sir Timothy Gross was one of those people. <laughs> I had p- messages on Facebook. I had people commenting on our video. Not, not a ton of people commenting on TikTok, but um, we had one guy comment, who is this? <laughs> I, saw that. No, well, I saw that. Well, well, no, I saw uh, that. To go off that, I, uh, he, he stalked my profile. <laughs> Oh, did he? Yeah, because you saw, have the views, views on, or yeah, like, yeah. and I, I look and um, I'm like, dude, somebody's looking at my TikTok. I don't even have anything on it. Like, it's just like the, uh, the nondescript like profile pic yeah. where it's like the outline, and I've got like. I oh yeah, follow. so wait, he looked at your actual. Yes, he looked at my. That's profile. funny because there's no. That's funny. That's he serious. found You're me. You're just I, making people up to like. Yeah. And still, you deep faked me. Yeah, now now <laughs> you can tell that Nick is a real person. Yes, Sadly, real. he is a real person. Sadly, it's it but had to happen. The person. Who there is another person who commented on that first video, Nick, and it is someone who I think you you will think highly of their opinion, and he said he commented on that first video and he said I am going to save this for Nick when he's older and shame him. Who was it? This was none other than Josh Myers. No way! <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> 
on, dude. Which, well, um, which if, if, for those of you watching, Josh Myers is a phenomenal. Well, before you phenomenal. even go into this, yes. um, so some backstory for me because I'm I'm a, I'm a guitar player I, with churches, and the first church I played at was the church that Josh Myers, um, he he plays at. And uh, I well he does he does the um, the youth stuff and uh, I was he was like hey he would just be like running me through the stuff because he he runs that or so, I don't I don't know who's doing it now but um yeah uh, yeah <laughs> he uh he that's that's really funny yeah bro yeah. he he commented on uh, that and he's just like I'm gonna save this just so I can shame Nick <laughs> I mean feel free man every birthday just but, like ten years from the like, so but bring but Josh, up the home videos but Josh he's a super successful guitar player I mean like. Oh yeah, he's got profiles with like Tone Junkie. Um, he has his own signature Tajima guitar. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's he's just absolute That's monster in, with a heavy influential blues black background. Yeah. yeah. So, but yeah, um, but that was the the one that I oh, thought you that would... was that that is. I was worried you were gonna say it was uh, the the two that I've mentioned <laughs> he's before. Like, I, he's like, if if this person or this person commented, they're the only two that I I think will, their opinion will matter. And I was like, no, I think this one's gonna matter to you. Nick. I don't know. <laughs> I still, I. I I don't know. They're they're still pretty high up there. I they're think, in your opinion. You're like okay. Their opinion weighs like equally or or some. I think more, it's more more yeah. honestly. Okay, and, and okay. it's not because of like any meritocracy. Like let's let's hey, get that straight. That's all right. It's uh, this is just uh, how it goes in the in the world of Nick. You're just all playing in my game. Oh, wow. <laughs> hey, that's all right. Nick has li- he d- he truly doesn't care what we think. No. That's that's what we know. It, um, he's a young pup. He he'll learn in time. I was well because I was I was like. You know, under the impression, I was like, you know what, whatever, I don't know, can't hurt me. But then I'm like, well, even what I do know still can't really hurt me. <laughs> and um, Am I invincible? <laughs> but, well, like, uh, like uh, of, like, the stuff that people were saying, because uh, I, I tried, I was, like, going on Facebook, so, like, people have, like, I've seen my profile, so, like, some of them had to have left comments. And I was like, okay, let's we'll see what people are saying. Nobody. Nobody. It's because you don't you don't look at the right spot. I guess. Yeah, because people were commenting on your post. <laughs> I had people send me messages. Did they really? Yeah, I had people send me that. What? Um, because I think you, ta- you sent it to me on TikTok first. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. And we had our laugh, but then like I think you posted it on your Facebook, maybe. I posted it somewhere. You yeah. posted maybe it Instagram publicly, or yeah. and then either either tagged me or something, but people who didn't even like know that you were like messing with me or anything like sending it to me as a haha or anything were sending it to me like dude like tom's like <laughs> he's coming after you yeah like like this there <laughs> but was, it wasn't me i'm not the one saying the mean i stuff. know i'm Come sorry on. but there was <laughs> there I was do. it was funny because i had the people who are like oh haha which was which was cool and then I had the people who were, oh, dude, you see this? And then I had the people like, bro, I can't believe it. I can't believe Tom would do that. I had all of those. <laughs> oh, my God. My favorite one, and oh, I so figured funny. this would make you guys feel good. I had a friend from Italy send it to me saying, like, check this out. And it was a friend of mine. And it was now, our thing? It was your thing. Now, I don't know if it was one of those things like algorithm world that's funny, dude. Because we're both crazy. friends, and then she's a friend of mine. I'll probably put it in that. She, like, just there's, it's like probably I'm gonna put it in the same voodoo 
yeah. that when you're thinking about air fryers, it knows it and it lit big brothers listening. Yeah. yeah. Like whoever, whoever is your designated FBI big brother that lives in your phone. Yeah. My name's is Todd. He's a cool dude. <laughs> he, um, it had to have been that, but she sent it to me and I, and she didn't know that we knew each other. That is so So funny. it was that's this big crazy. full circle. And I'm like, Oh yeah, that's uh Tom. Like he works at Lanham's and, Yada yada. They know that we're buddies. They're like, oh, yeah. and they're like, that's so. It's like, yeah, it's like he's a buddy of mine. It's like that's crazy. And I'm like, it's and I said it's crazier that you saw it and didn't know that. That is so. That your is your stuff is officially overseas, we're, dude. Well, worldwide. And so, so the funny thing is, I actually knew that we were going international mm-hmm. this week um because we started getting views from like germany and europe oh, nice. and so like i can yeah i can see our that's analytics insane. and so i'm like wow we have like two percent listening from germany that's awesome what's that about which that two percent is probably like one or two people i mean realistically but still, that's not, pretty cool which i mean it's we're, we're seeing consistent growth which i think that's cool that means we're probably yeah. doing something right so but um, <laughs> not to overuse the word but the organic growth is yeah. better than yeah, than just yeah. going viral once and like. Well, yeah. vi- I mean, there's even I mean, going there's viral is cool, but it's it's worse is when you've if you, if you have to either pay for the advertising or pay for the whatever, and then it's like it just happens. Hundred thousand, yeah. blah blah blah, and like six and, people monthly listen, or like when those yeah. numbers are that far off, it's yeah. Well, my my goal is so if anyone's listening to this, please tell your friends about this because my my goal, uh, I want to get us to at least fifty monthly listeners on Spotify. Mm-hmm. I think it'd be really cool if we could get to like. A hundred subscribers on on uh, YouTube. Yeah. I don't know if that's possible, but For sure. But uh, the more that we do that, the more that we can like you know mm-hmm. have fun with this. And yeah. like, if we start making money, that's when it'll be like well, really well, cool. Well, Tom's uh, looking. Tom's looking at it at uh, the number scale. I I'm just like if I can be like a, watching the world it, burn. If I can be a little funnier each time, then that's. <laughs> That's a spectrum. That's, is that's my. I can upset and call out another demographic. At least one more person. If or, I can. you know what? Don't get me started on metal guitar players. <laughs> well, and then our special guest this week to back up metal guitarist Tim from Hemlock. Yeah, right. You're, you're back again. From, oh, uh, don't get me started on country guitar players. We're back again. <laughs> well, okay. Tell uh, you what. Uh, well, I don't want to. Uh, never mind. Oh, oh yeah. he's like he's like country man. I can't get behind country, well, country like... or country guitar players. Yes, <laughs> it depends. I, I will. Mm-hmm. I will say. I will be honest. Country is not my thing. Well, certain country is not sure. my thing. I, mm-hmm. I grew up in a small town, uh, and we basically had three radio stations to choose from: country, western. And it was it was country, classic rock, and then there was one that was like a pop station. Yeah. And I gravitated towards the classic rock, mm-hmm. and sometimes the pop. But um, but I never <laughs> listened, never listened to the country because well, I was like, that's what my mom listened yeah. to, and I just. But I mean, not to say that I don't enjoy country, but. It's, no, I, I it's got to be certain types of country, I don't like southern country. rock country. Yeah. And my whole thing about country is, uh, and I was thinking about this, and I had a really good argument for this. And I, <laughs> this was not planned, by the way. Yeah, um, like uh, this country uh, topic, uh, but it was like, why, why do I not like country? Because like, if I'm if I'm gonna not like it, I need to have at least a reason. Sure, I'm, right? I'm gonna be honest. One of my most favorite shows I ever played was a country show. Really? And I played. Um, we played uh, down in Kansas City at the Voodoo Lounge. Oh, nice. And it, which that's a that's a big mm-hmm. auditorium. Mm-hmm. And it, we played. We opened up for a uh, a country rapper named Second Chance, who was on tour with Lil Nas. 
Whoa. Yeah, so it was like a crazy show. Wow. And we actually, our little country rock band, we had a better turnout than Second Chance did. Ooh, that's like, funny. It was insane. A local support. And it was, I mean, it was absolutely wild. And uh, and then I was like, bro, like, let, I, I want to do this project now. Like, let's do yeah. it. And then the guy, uh, I love him to death, he moved away. <laughs> so he's nowhere near. Now, but he's he's living his best life. He's, like, doing sure. conservation stuff. But, I mean, dude had a voice of, like, an angel. But, like, I mean, oh, like, yeah. oh, it was it was such a cool experience. But but to, to finish what I was saying. Yes. Um, kind of my deal with country is I, um, with, with music that I tend to dislike, I and this is mutually exclusive from the blues topic, so don't, <laughs> don't out me here. Uh, but... <laughs> <laughs> I, I saved myself. You see that? Um, <laughs> and, Disclaimer. <laughs> yeah, but it's it, it's I I think country is like the the biggest. It's the most obvious where it's like it's not about what like um, the like what's being said like the lyrics or um, the music. It's about like the sound of it. You know that they're not trying to. They're not playing country be for a reason. You know it's that it's just you know, for, I don't, maybe I'm not explaining this like very well, but I, are you, are you getting into like a manufactured kind of yeah, where it's like, the, I know, it, I think I know what you mean. They, and I, I wish I remembered how I worded are, are, are this. Are you wanting to say like structurally, like it's, it's all like a carbon copy of one another kind of, yeah, or? where it loses yeah. it because like the influences are the people that they've heard uh-huh. yeah, and it's a, not, it's, and yeah. so the, the country that you hear is it's probably closer to pop. Yeah. Oh, it's very no. Oh, yeah, I, I actually, think what you're yeah. describing is very is is pop country. Yeah, yeah. To, and well, because I there is country that I've listened to, and I I forget who it is, but um, I, somebody put me onto uh, this artist Coulter Wall. Um, oh yeah, Coulter. And oh, I yeah. really and I I mean he's I wouldn't say small, but I mean less than ten million on Spotify. Like um like if you look at the top five, it shows. This is how I gauge like how popular. <laughs> like, uh, if you have less than ten million but views, like, he, like. <laughs> like a big band, like uh, like the Foo Fighters, like all their songs in their top five, those have over like five hundred million like listens. Well, you're talking about like one of the largest yeah. rock projects ever but made. But that's yeah. like how I gauge it, and then like you'll you have bands under them, like uh, oh I forget who, but um, they they'll have like you know their top songs like hundred million, and the rest like 60, yeah. 50, 40, and then you'll have you know like Culture Wall where it's ten million, then like seven, one million, hundred thousand. Once he called a wall, I mean, in the country community, he, in the, I say the red dirt fans and the the guys who don't gravitate towards the pop countryside, I think all know who he is, mm-hmm. as well. They, in my opinion, they should because that's that's a real form of country. Yeah. I'm 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 gonna say this as well. You and I definitely gravitate towards similar things more than not. There's your there's your plot twist on this. I'm not yeah. I'm not even here to add him on on his wrong views on blues. I'm here to agree. Yeah. Because okay. because you were you were talking about how you know it's it's cool to have your identity and if you're gonna sell somebody, you know, you're a product of especially music which is supposed to be self expression of some kind. Not necessarily it's all about you, but it it comes from you. So to completely mimic what comes before or completely mimic another style or, or another artist, if you're getting into the business just to make the monies, you know, that's, that's a great way to do it. And, I mean, who are any of us to argue? I mean, 
the results yeah. are in the crooked Spotify yeah. logos. So, um, it's the same thing with blues, and there's there every genre. Every genre has it. But country is one of those one I think is very guilty of it in the sense of very, and pop as well. But country is very mainstream. You're talking we're main, talking about mainstream yes. like what, Product, genres, yeah, um, like Detroit yeah. assembly line, yeah. And Tony Joe White, who was a great country guy, even said he said you get on the radio at in his time, and he says you couldn't pick anybody out because the guys would go into the building with their briefcases, the two guys come up with a hook. Go to lunch at noon, finish it, finish the song, find the guy to sing it, find the bass player who could play it and the t- drummer who probably been on the last 30 projects, get the singer to record it. These guys are going to make their money. Maybe they'll tour to make them more money. And then when, as soon as the numbers drop, they kick them out and they move on to the next one. Yeah, and that's I, only three weeks worth of work. I wonder how much of like modern day, um, music that's produced is like the like the big ones that have that that structure i wonder how much of those like come from within the same studios like the same producers oh, and yeah. the same mm-hmm. i'm sure like they've got a and I, I can't like state a reference so this could be not very credible but <laughs> i <laughs> disclaimer but um i was i remember reading something of like the four there's like four producers that like all, all the stuff that you hear on like uh like your pop radio it's just they they make all mm-hmm. that they and I, I don't know, but it's I, well. And they're just it's like crazy. The, they're just like the artists in the sense, if you're churning out numbers, mm-hmm. you're going to get the call, not necessarily from the artist, but from the the record label. They're gonna they're you're the one that's going to call because you're producing the sound that they need for whatever's popular at the time. And and not bashing because again, it's what do I know? Well, I mean that's what, but that's that's true though. And plus, because it, like I'm, either way, like arguing against it, it's just like a losing battle either way. Well, if you have a contract with the label, they they set expectations for Absolutely. you. Absolutely. So yeah. I mean, there there are constantly like times where like Britney Spears, whenever she got done with her contract, she was able to like do all of her stuff or or uh, I mean, there's I mean, there's all kinds of artists where they or what, what's the the big one? Uh, Kesha, Kesha mm-hmm. like had had their oh, lawsuit. Yeah. Yeah, so like she she wanted to give away from her label because she wanted to do her own thing, mm-hmm. but the the label wouldn't let her do that. So um, even, even it, bigger one probably be Prince. Oh, see, yeah, I don't even know. Prince, about I issued Tom yeah. Petty when uh, yeah. "Damned the Torpedoes" mm-hmm. was coming out. I think had something similar where uh, the record company was they were going to finish it or whatever, but they were basically just going to shelve it. Yeah, shelve, and that that's you know that had "Refugee" on it, and you oh, know, talk yeah. about you talk about an album. Yeah, and. You know, and people like Tom Petty and people who really fight for it, you know, make it make it happen. But you know what? Is there a double? Is it? Is I there mean, a reverse to that? Because in a day where any Joe Schmo can get a laptop and Pro Tools, yeah, does that? And, and you know, everyone got their dream because back, you know, I remember in two thousand five when it was everybody wanted to put out a record, and you know, I had guys in high school that did put out a record they were they were hustling them out, out of their book bags yeah bus seats on bleachers was the name name of the album yeah i'm gonna tag my buddy in that he's gonna go oh i actually found Shout out. i found the album the other day um but it took so much to record your own album in like 2005 
than it is now. Well, and now this, it's so much. It's, you have so much just access to everything. You I got mean, plugins it's, you can click presets on, and I mean, not dogging any of it because I use presets too in my studio. It's beautiful. I mean, well, and that's that's kind of like the new the new world though. Like uh, you know, ten years ago. Uh, I mean, basically anyone that uses like a main label studio, they're like a big pop mega pop star, basically, because almost yeah. almost the most popular thing to do now is people they do the indie route. Yep. They do they record their own music just yep. because it's so accessible. You can watch videos online, how to mm -hmm. how to get into yep. it, how to use, you know, plugins, settings, how to yep. use compression, how to normalize, do all this stuff. So, I mean, the knowledge, it's just readily available. And does that mean you're getting better music? No, not necessarily. Not necessarily. <laughs> not necessarily. And the competitiveness, is that there as well? So is, you know, sure, is there evil business that goes on? Absolutely. How many people, I mean, just listen to anything. I mean, Wu-Tang is hella smart when it comes to some of that stuff. And the, listen to them, them in the Black Keys. Yeah. Listen to them break it down, guys who went through the process. And the whole process is just until you, unless you're like Michael Jackson level or your Metallica level or either, you know, I've played with, uh, psycho stick on, yeah, uh, yeah, with hemlock. That. Yeah. We opened up for a uh, psycho stick. Now in high school, you couldn't get away from the beer song. Yeah. You couldn't get away from pla. And it, you're like, you know, th that was huge. And it, to have a song, like to have a music video, to have an album that was hugely popular and just yeah. everybody passed around the name. That was success. And to and they're they're still great. They still make great stuff. But you just there's this huge gap of you nobody knows who you are and you're selling out theaters. And to have all this middle range of unless you're backed, nobody knows who you are. You know what I mean? Like Hinder, for instance. Like I got a buddy who's who's he toured with Hinder here recently. And and I mean, bless them I, ever since they changed singers, maybe, but they're they're not playing. They're not headlining Rockfest anymore. Oh no! I mean, but, well, you see all of these bands um, come through. Like, because I mean, working at the music store, uh -huh. um, I've seen my fair share of touring musicians come through. Um, I got to meet the guys of Saving Abel. Yeah. Which, which they, I don't know if you remember the song. I'm so oh, addicted yeah. to. Oh yeah. All the things you do, and they came through, and I was like, "Where are you guys playing?" And they're like, "We're playing over at a." Uh huh. And I was like. It's not open anymore. I'm sorry. Yeah, well, it's not. Oh, uh, well, sorry. They, that's, yeah. they retired. Okay, that's probably for the best. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I don't know this. That was a fun room. We we played there a couple times. It was a fun room. It was well. They and that was kind of. I was kind of shocked um, because uh, that's where they played, and I was yep. like, "Man, you guys are like a polished band with like a label, and yep. and you're playing at this tiny little place." Yep. And I I know it just caught me off guard. I was like, "Well, I mean." Sometimes you don't always, you know, stay successful. Like yeah. You don't always stay in the limelight. So um, it's but. crazy to think, like, unless you have that, you don't, you don't play, you know, Sprint Center or anything. You know what I mean? Because like, yeah. yeah, back then, if you threw Buck Cherry, Saving Able, and Hinder on a bill, you could oh, man. sell out. Oh yeah, back in the, the stadium two thousands, like yeah. two thousand six, two thousand seven. Yeah. So and then like like learning the business and stuff, and learning that, and this is how I know how where Hemlock is in the business. I mean, they're right next to all those guys fighting for the slot to open for, you know, whatever, like Lamb of God and just the big rock thing. Yeah. It's well, in like the metal, yeah. Hemlock being, uh, because they'd been with Lamb of God and Slayer and they'd done those tours with those guys. And, you know, 
uh, I think Lamb of God, they just released an album. They had a big push on this new album. So I don't know if they changed labels. I don't know how it happened, but they, they're playing with Megadeth and they came off that and they were doing their own thing and stuff. So like to get in touch with Lamb of God was, it's impossible because they're doing this thing instead of perhaps what, like you said, like saving Abel, who is playing amnesia too. And yeah, but like I said, it's, is it their fault? No, they're still great. You're still, you can still be a great band, but if you don't have the 10 million budget push that you do every year. Yeah. Well, and that, I mean, you, you're, you're culturally, I mean, just talking about like, you don't see, the the want from that mm. people anymore i mean saint joe you might get some of sure. that from here but that that type of like that the breaking benjamin yep. the the three days grace yep. or the you know all the all the rock fest yep. guys or whatever yep. they're it's not as prevalent anymore mm-hmm. like you, you just don't see it they're they're not what the masses want unfortunately no. that's it's just not a, a thriving genre if you will and and getting back to like the do you do it for the paycheck do you do it to put the art out and stuff it's i don't know like it's a shame when a band that you really love puts out an album and it just it's just not good yeah. and but it was like it, you know like you guys it was like you listen back to it and you're like this was so successful and some bands you listen back and you just go wow this sounds terrible and then there's others that it's still they still have like these great albums, and then like three down the road, it's like like you, obviously was this yeah. was the big push, obviously this was trying to keep with it, obviously this was trying to come back from when the last one didn't, and then you have these two that you obviously had to budget yourself, and you didn't have the top five Grammy producer telling you to not say these words and blah blah blah, and it's just it just when you start stripping it all back, what do you have left? And it sucks. Some, yeah. it really, you know what I mean? But, you know, and then there's bands like uh, um, the completely other, other end of the spectrum. There's a band called Freight Train Rabbit Killer. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I love those guys. It just That's makes so cool. killer music time after time. And if you try to put a producer with them to tell them exactly what to do, it would, no. it would ruin it. Yeah. Like nobody, I, I've introduced that band to so many people and it is the same thing every time that got me into it. It is either you absolutely love it or you have no idea what's going on. Yeah. Mark, one of the singers is the best vocalist for that band. Him and Chris are the best it's vocalist beautiful. for that band. It's, it's very obscure music. I don't know if it's, I don't know if Nick's refined palate would be. Well, okay. <laughs> no, you can't say it like that. I'll say this as a blues act. It okay. is, yeah, but if it's, they're it's, if they're good, if they're I'll good, tell you this: it's it, a different type of blues. It's like a. Well, that's it I is if hear. Robert Johnson. Okay. If there was like a path of Robert, you know Robert Johnson. Mm-hmm. So if there was ever a path from Robert Johnson that just stayed consistent and evolved with a you know a, the electric sound, because to me it divers and you get like you get muddy waters and you get um all these guys that. I'm, and BB King and so I'm and Albert King and all these guys, mm-hmm. it just gets it's smoother and still gritty, but it gets a little smoother and more polished. And then you get the guys wanting to replicate that. They get a little more poppy with it, and then you get like your Steve Ray Vaughn's, which is just dead on perfect aggression of what that sound is. But then you got this other sound that it didn't change. It just got a little more electrified and weird. 
and you get Freight Train Rabbit Killer. It Doom is Blues is the Doom is Blues. the name of the is yes, the genre. That is what it is. I, yeah. Okay. It, it is it's fun. It's it's different. Yeah. I'm so the they were playing at uh Magoons and we were there with some friends and the bartender was like, You guys come back next week or whatever for uh it was his birthday bash and leaving ba- town bash. And they had Freight Train coming up and we're like, nah, who are they? And he goes, It's like Donnie Darko meets the blues and we're like we're like that is what yes that i have not been floored by an act like like that since then and the only other time was when i saw them with a full band it's just the two guys and they play just like with a a a mic in the guitar case stomping on it and slide blues but he plays this i think giant piece of magnesium steel guitar body that he made and Mark plays an acoustic that he just like shoved a pie pan in the middle of it to create this dobro. Okay. And it's 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 just simply and they have like five amps behind them that create this weird sound. I have never since this point heard a band play and I just stood there, mouth just oh my like jaw dropped, just stared at them for their whole set. Just mesmerized. It's it's Beyond captivating. That, that's my sales point for Freight Turner. Yeah, they, they, they are the first time I saw them, I, uh, I didn't know what to expect because mm-hmm. someone was telling me, man, you got to check this out. And, uh, it is, it's very raw. Mm-hmm. It's very, uh, it's its own thing. It's cool. So cool. It's so cool. Yeah. I mean, it's, you got to go in with an open mind. Just be aware of that. It may, and it may not be your thing. It may not. There's a good I chance mean, it may not be your thing. If, if, if you're going into music thinking like, oh, I'm not going to like it or I'm going to love it, I think you've already set yourself up for disappointment because well, I always like to go in neutral, man. This it's. I mean, it, to me, you don't come out of it thinking, oh, that was neat. You either go, ah, that's not for me. And not right. even in a horrible way. Just, ah, that's not for me. Or it's, that was the best thing I've ever seen. That was and, like, yeah, yeah. But we were talking about like your pop format and the, the traditional biz mm-hmm. and then you got nowadays where everything's more indie and the, you know they got signed and they've they've toured europe already and all that jazz and you you get this this project that you either like it or you don't and it is what it is and i love that because mm-hmm. you can get great music out of you get the best producer. You like the the country thing. You get the best producer, the best song, the best singer, and you put it all together and you get great music. I have nothing wrong with pop country. It is what it is though. Yeah. I'm not gonna say like for me, Chris Stapleton doesn't necessarily fall into that category because his that Traveler album sounds like a four or five piece band went into a studio and cut that album. It doesn't sound like it mm-hmm. it doesn't sound like a conglomerate of what can we get to make you know what i mean he won i don't know how many awards that year for yeah. that album i mean there's... but you get that and then you get uh what, colton wall yeah you get him throw him in that category too because his stuff is very throwback country yeah that country that you know all the pop country guys love to brag about in their music i'm gonna I'll go well you on. get like all of the guys where it's like uh, uh what's the uh, Kane brown or whatever he's got the heaven song or uh, they're they're all the same form. Yeah. I mean, it just every every song. Not to say like every song sounds yeah. pop yeah. country. The songs sound like and that's what all I'm the saying. other songs. Like chasing, so, yeah. chasing like the spe- yeah. like just to play country to play country. Yes, yeah. not yeah. to not because the music that you're writing is like it. 
how it complements what you're trying mm -hmm. to say. Yeah. And that and that's I think that's what I was trying to go for is that like the music should complement the lyrics and not the music being just a like a backbone for your whatever you know saying yeah. like I don't know I could s stop me. <laughs> uh, it's like it's as long as you got tempo, key, mm -hmm. and pick three subjects, you can have a pop hit or a, oh, a yeah. pop hit. You throw a little twang, it's country. Yeah. And again, that's probably just complaining or just thinking, you know, everything's saying that. But at the same time, it's like there's a reason people think it. And you get you get a gem every now and then, but it's, you know, give it six months, rewrite the same song, you'll have that same hit again. Mm -hmm. Rock did, this, in my opinion, Rock did the same thing. Rock is a shell of itself. The guys Absolutely. who are inspired by those bands we grew up with yeah. that are making their own bands, singing this, they're not lyricists. So they they only know how to parrot lyrics that I think we all do at some point where you're trying to write songs, you're trying to write, so you use what you know and then you break out of your shell. Some guys get trapped and it's like you're like, so what's the rock thing, especially back then, even now, but back then it was let's write about a girl. Um uh trying to think. There's like there's just certain lyrics that just get recycled and it's like Oh yeah, yeah. She's the devil's daughter kind of thing. Like or just stuff like that. Fire burning with desire. Yeah. It's like, you just get stuff these, like that. You just get these things. And when you hear it to 15 years later, you're like, Ugh. not again. Well, not again. it's like, come on. We, I thought we moved past this. Let's yeah. describe that lady in another way. Or yeah, even in the, in the exotic sense, but let's, let's try something else. We've heard this, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, um, thankfully I've never heard a blue song repeat itself. So, <laughs> he was being facetious oh. a little bit um that's funny but like like you know um blues blues is a culprit in itself and honestly i also right now that especially in mondays when we're trying to develop like a four-hour set it i especially wanting to work on blue like soloing and improvising and all that stuff I even the recently, like I'll get in these jams where I even tell Brian after the show and I'll tell Dave, I feel like I'm parroting solos up there where it's like, you know, how many, how many shuffling songs can you do in four hours without throwing the same lick in on a solo? You know what I mean? Oh yeah. So yeah. in some, and, and all, all either all would be discouraged. And unfortunately I fall into that. I have fallen into that lead singer trap where if I don't have the audience, with the energy yeah i get discouraged because i feel like they're not having fun or they're not enjoying themselves and i you know i don't like that i don't like well i mean and that's that's just you know being a front man in general like yeah you you feed i mean as a musician you literally feed off of yeah. the people watching you and so the more energy and this is what uh their the rock academy class that i just did we just did mm -hmm. our, our, our uh fall performance and the more the crowd gets into it, the more the band gets into it. Yep. So it's just like a, a, a self-sustaining animal that feeds itself. Mm -hmm. And it's when it happens, it's a beautiful thing. And then when it doesn't happen, it's like, well, now we're both sad. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> you, you need to check out, um, there's this, uh, recent hardcore band. It's called turnstile. Mm -hmm. Um, their live show, they did a live show on like, uh, I think it was like Jimmy, Jimmy Fallon, or like somewhere you would never expect them. And they're just like going, going at it, like doing all this stuff. I'm like, dude. And like when you see like some of their live shows, like uh, 
um like when it's like a smaller gig like they'll have like people just like constantly running over each other like to get on stage mm. jumping onto the crowd people falling through it's insane dude and then to go on fallon where you, well like not they like it's like not even the crowd thing but like the band still does what they do uh-huh like they're just like going at it and like mm. it's crazy that give it a get you should you should check i need to i'm, I'm going to show you that after this okay okay well see i like i like things that are engaging like that mm. so i mean not to like get off topic a little bit but um i i hop on twitch every now and then mm-hmm. uh i caught you on your your one podcast where, where you did that interview with yeah. the one guy so i uh, i have a lot of friends that like stream or they do do little things like that but i think it was so funny there was a kid who got went super viral because he was playing call of duty but not just because he was playing call i of know duty. what you're about to say yeah every time that he got a kill this kid got like fifty thousand people like watching his live stream and whenever he got a kill he would throw a rave, a thirty-second rave, every time he got a kill. Oh my lord! It, it was it's you. It's, it's something you need to see because it's not just like whatever. It's, it's, oh man, he has like have fun, like pyrotechnics. He has pyrotechnics. Like He's got lights that spin. Like this kid, I mean, like it's intense. And but but see, that's the thing. Like that's something that pushes the envelope. That's yeah, that, yeah. you don't you don't see that. That's creative. No, so I've never heard of which, such things. Yeah, I, but I, at the same time, it's kind of like fatiguing. I mean, well, it's it, it definitely like, is because yeah. then it's like, oh, the, the where, where's the substance, right? But because yeah. I've I've seen a lot of like, because I follow like a lot of Instagram musicians, and the thing I keep seeing is drummers, like a whole thing is just like putting like paints and like flammable stuff yeah. on your drum kit. I'm like, well, that's been a like thing. you're playing like pop music and you're doing like all this stuff that doesn't need oh, it. You should uh, be careful with your words because one of your two people that you think very highly of, oh, they God. Uh, they drum and there's videos of them on the internet lighting their cymbals on fire and playing drums. So, oh, just a, no. just a heads up, you are hurting that person's feelings. <laughs> Tell that person to not watch this episode ever, please. <laughs> I'm sending it to them now. <laughs> Shoot, that's where we need more controversy. Um, oh man, look at that. We're right at an hour right there. So, tell you what, yeah, let's, we're, we're doing good. Yeah, we're doing let's keep good. going. Um, you can cut out all the crap of me rambling. Oh no, man, this, we, is, this is probably we, my our best episode so far. I think, like, have it's, we even like gotten to like what you I mean? Honestly, <laughs> I didn't know. I had a bunch of things like that are super funny to me that are I wanted to like go down the rabbit hole a little bit. Um, but tell you, I mean. Tell you what, here's I want to do something a little different this episode, and I mean I've I've talked Tim has talked about his his playing experience. I talked a little bit about my my rock band project back in the day. Um, Nick, I would love to hear what projects you are in or have been a part of. Oh, I thought I already talked about this. Well, I want to hear it again. So if we <laughs> why? have, tell me why not make make sure the audience hears about them because our fourth special guest, yeah, is standing right outside that door. <laughs> Give it up for I can't remember your friend's name. Uh, <laughs> is it him? No, no, oh, no I'm just, <laughs> he really thinks he's out there. <laughs> Well, no, it I would have like... been better if Jenny Je- got home and like oh, oh just opened gosh. the door at that exact moment. I think I would have had panic attack. <laughs> oh my gosh! Wait, All right, so here's the entire a... cast of Wednesday. So Give what's this about? Oh no, I was just I thought it'd be cool to like talk about like some of the stuff that you guys play or like mm-hmm. some of the stuff that you do because so, you you I mean we've talked about you know blues and metal and some of the mm-hmm. projects that we've done but but what what kind of stuff do you play? Well, it's funny because all the projects I've been don't reflect like my interests. <laughs> So that's all right. Um, it's well, I'm 
I just do it because I like the music. Hey, that's, that's a good yeah. reason to do it, though. That's well, that's that's the only reason you need. It's like I'm, and it's like keep keep the you know trying to vary yourself. You know, being the most versatile guitarist is you know the best way you can market yourself. Because frankly, I and this this might be a hot take. I, I <laughs> you're you're getting ready for this. I'm one. ready. <laughs> All right, guitarists, and this is this is gonna be some copium here. Guitarists are the most um the the most dispensable member of the band Ooh, guitarists yeah. are the most dispensable member of the band and so being like a versatile and being able to come up with ideas and being like active helps you keep that spot because there's somebody that can that can play like twice as fast can write twice as good songs as you can somewhere you know i've never thought about you know musicians being like within a project being dispensable though necessarily well, yeah well because i i i feel like i have to be like that because if if you're not thinking objectively obviously there's subjectivity that yeah. needs to be put into it like i like these people <laughs> <laughs> like that's that's the only reason like that could be you're making other. music with them because they're like oh yeah he's chill let's make music but that's absolutely you know, when uh, what happened with my first band was like we didn't even know each other and we were just in that that band fell apart. You were all single. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Musically single. You were available. Yeah. yeah. And we were all we just fall looking, into it. We were all just looking to play because we, you know, nobody was. We were like yeah. seventeen. Yeah. Nobody was taking us. Mm -hmm. Well, and here's the thing: once you turn twenty-one, I guarantee you, because you've never heard Nick play, probably. Nope. Nick, both Nick and Tim are both superior players. To, to my ability they both oh, can hush. they could you they could skill me in a heartbeat um whenever you turn 21 i guarantee you people are going to be like dude you should come play with me mm. and like, like i hope so like good established bands like i guarantee you because like, like my whole thing and which might be tough for me because i want to you know i want to be active i want to be like hey i got this idea let's do something with mm -hmm. it right and i feel like going into a band and like being like hey check out this idea i wrote and then just like it all it's, gets into the – it depends on the – I feel like you'd find the right people for that. Yeah. You absolutely will get you'll, – you'll meet people that tell you to come jam. It is their project, and you mm -hmm. won't – those ideas aren't welcome. <clears throat> Not in a horrible way. It's just it was – that was the same thing with them. It was their project. Mm -hmm. So yeah. they had ideas. And that's why you get so many new bands, especially around here, is because people have ideas. Some people get in – get asked to play in these bands – not necessarily for their ideas, but for their ability to do to do which, stuff. Which for me is kind of hard to market myself because I, and Tom, viscerally disagrees with this, but I consider myself a rhythm guitar player. Mm -hmm. um, I, that's just how I play because I like to I like to come up with ideas. I like to you know I like to you know try to push the envelope of songwriting, mm -hmm. not. Yeah. <laughs> it's super Don't. funny. He he considers himself a rhythm guitarist. He can play better than most guitar players in St. Joe's. So like, Sweet. it's super funny. And he's like, no, I suck, man. Because I like, I just <laughs> like most great musicians, yeah, self-loathing. Like, yeah. But it's not like that. I swear, it's not like it. Uh, yeah. No, never mind. Go ahead. <laughs> but I like I like to you know focus on my songwriting and keep like new ideas, like keep it going. So I don't know. Like being versatile and being, you know, like open to new stuff is, you know, how I stay, like feel like okay, this is my spot in this mm -hmm. band. You know, I've earned it. Yeah. And so to finally answer your question, 
right? So I've been in with a few projects. So my first, like, uh, for a few years, for like half my, I think for most, <laughs> for most of my guitar career has been in churches. I mean, just playing. I, I mean, I played rhythm when I started out um, Josh's church. Um, but it was uh, it was his son that was leading it at that time, which I miss those days. Yeah, <laughs> they were they were great. So, like, I guess follow up. Then, what would be your ideal project? Then, what do you mean? Like, what kind of what kind of music do you want to pursue? What do you find engaging, captivating? What do I? What would you? What what stuff would you write if you if you had the perfect band? If I had the perfect band, now this is. Let me, let me ask you a question. All right. Can you imagine a color that's never been a thought of before? Yes. Okay. Really? Because that'd be. I just wanted sweet. to be part of the conversation. Sorry, go. <laughs> no, no, it's no. Well, it's like because it's like hard to imagine. Like even if it was possible outside of like the human like color range mm-hmm. that we can see the color spectrum, like it's still like how could you? Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. It. And so for me, my perfect project would be trying to create something that's never been done before. I like it. I like mm-hmm. it. And um, that's what I've been trying to do is like, how do I like this? My songwriting, how do I make it so that it's new, familiar, but not it's like not so like intro, verse, chorus, sure. bridge. So and are then you are you saying that like you would almost wish to like start like a new genre or a subculture? Yeah, that's my goal. That's that like, would be that's a hefty goal. I like for it. me. That's that's because what I'm aiming to do. I mean, my like my writing for like Kindred. Um, I mean, what what would you say that like the, the genre that Kindred was? Did you ever watch this play? Oh yeah. Like uh-huh. what what kind of what stylistically what 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 would you tank us? We were a oh. weird genre because we were like jazzy pop rock, but like yeah, I, not to, for a cop out, but yeah, you just took it out of my mouth. Like, I, I, throw I throw the word indie in there. I think just because it was outside of my my spectrum, but yeah, jazzy pop rock because I mean, it was a lot more elegant than just your normal three piece. Yeah, but I mean, but we, so we so we we ran a three piece for our rock band. Mm-hmm. We at the very end of Kindred, we added a bass player and then immediately never played a show again. It was super funny. We it's we the bass player. We we added a new well, but I mean, not our original nice. bass player. He, I mean, I, I still consider us the the the, th- the three the trio originally. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we ran me as the front man on guitar and vocals, and then we ran bass and drums. And so, with three with a three piece, which you can attest to that in Mondays, running a three piece, it's hard to do sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like to be like creative with like voicings and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So yeah, I wanted to do. Indie alternative. I would say sure. indie alternative is a good good way to look at a spectrum of what we did. So um, I really like lush chords, like yes. like major seven nines and stuff like that, because mm-hmm. I've got a real heavy jazz influence, mm-hmm. and but I have a really heavy like rock influence too. So mm-hmm. I kind of gravitate more towards. Uh, not normal stuff and Mm -hmm. so it's it's not to say that it that's kind of what i was aiming for but it's just what kind of happened you know so like i i really enjoy bands like um circus survive or uh um the reign of kindo they're where they're like chill ambient extended mm-hmm. chords like you've, you've got these really cool voicings so mm-hmm. and that's, that's that's always kind kind of what i've gravitated towards so i don't know it's kind of uh, yeah yeah 
and so like that's my whole thing is i want to you know try to do something new but also because obviously i guess the point like there's like a a spectrum of like originality and uh quality i believe you know sometimes now obviously you can get to the point where you can strike like your original and good Mm. i feel like we're at the point where that's i don't think that can happen anymore but surprise me like surprise me there i think you get because it's so saturated out there mm -hmm. and we were talking about how easy it is for people just put things out i i kind of view it as a try to look for the positive and everything i will take it as a positive that there's so much it's so saturated that people have to go out and find something they like now whereas once upon a time it was what's delivered to you before you head off to school on yeah. MTV VH1 or oh, whatever yeah. your friend friend's going to say or who, or whatever they're talking about out loud. Not that music that they hush-hush and be like, dude, have you heard this? Like, I don't want to talk about it out loud because I don't want people to judge me. But this stuff is killer. That stuff, you have to go find that stuff now. Which, that like, that freight, I'll boast about Freight Trainer. I'll go to anyone who will listen because I want everyone to know about that band. Just so they can say they don't like it or, or they want to pass on it. Or, yeah. you know, at least they were introduced to it. Yeah. So... I it, take it as a. I would say take it as a positive. There's so much saturation out there that people have to go find stuff. Yeah, I, I agree. And, yeah. and I, this isn't like my my complex speaking, but I really find I feel like I've found like an ear to know if like music is bad and why I feel that way, mm-hmm. why it's bad, which is you know, it, but I just feel like a lot of it is bad, you know, and not not say to just you know just. When you when you say music is bad, like what what in I, the sense of what do you mean? Like this could music? be a whole conversation right here because I've been, this is stuff I've been thinking about for months, man. So I mean, well, you say that's a really like broad, yeah. yeah. I mean, statement to yeah. say. So I mean, like, uh, let let's 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 make it easy. Let's let's we can expand this on another episode. I feel like part two, um, yeah, part, part two, yeah. part two, or we can go. We can we can wrap this up because we're. Or, I mean, do we want to wrap it up now? I, or? I how how are we feeling about part two? We, you want to do a part two, Tim? I say we just keep going and release it in second parts. All right. Well, thank here. you so much yeah. for watching. This is into part one. Okay, uh, yeah. <laughs> well, and actually, well, you know what? Yeah, tell you what. We'll, we'll wrap things yeah. up here. Uh, we'll call this part one, and yeah. then maybe we'll uh, we'll just, I guess, start. I'm going to go wash my hand. I'm going to go wash my hands, <laughs> drink something, crack my knuckles. We're coming back for part two. Yeah, we are. All right. You better believe for, it. All right. For, our, for the subject of... What music is bad and why? Yeah. Here on 24 Minutes. Whatever that shit <laughs> All right, Yeah, whatever this is. All right, well, thank you guys yep. so much. Uh, this is our end of part one. We'll have part two coming this up here Tim. shortly. Yeah, this is Tim. Thank you for coming. Thanks. Oh, sure. Thanks. <laughs> All right. See Brief break, and then we'll be back.